Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. And today, we're combining your two favorite things, the draft and trades. We're going to look at all 10 possibilities for the Sharks trading up in this year's draft, see if they have the ammo, and then I give the most dumbest odds of them uh, moving up. So all that, plus some more, who knows? On today's episode of Locked on Sharks. You're Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, J.D. Young, uh, contributor at Fear the Fin in San Jose Hockey Now. And of course, I want to thank you guys for making us your first uh, listen of the day. If you haven't already, please subscribe, especially on YouTube, as I try to get to um, a thousand subscribers by the draft. That's like two a day. So just for two subscribers a day, you can, I guess, get me coffee. I don't know, whatever. So... Um, if, yeah, if you haven't, make sure you're checking us out on YouTube. Um, all of our shows do go on YouTube first. That's a nice little bonus. But anyway, so today we're going to be looking at potential draft trades for the, the Sharks. And if, you know, the Sharks wanted to move up, what would it look like? And this is actually an article I wrote for Fear the Fin. It should be coming out on Thursday at some point. So if you want to actually read it or if you want to listen to me or if you want to do both, we can have a nice little read-along uh, session. So um, let's start with what what the sharks have. So, you know, in order to trade up, you have to actually give up something. Right. And right now, realistically, they don't have too much in terms of getting you like good quality stuff, but I mean, they don't have a second round pick, which would be, uh, you know, they gave that up of course for the Aiden Hill trade last year. So you can't package your, your pick number 11 plus your second round pick to move up because you don't have a second round pick. Um, potential guys who might be on the block. Again, this is all just speculation, but like Kevin LeBanc, Brent Burns, like those guys aren't pieces that are going to kind of really move you up um, in the draft this year, especially, I mean, I guess maybe Kevin LeBanc or Brent Burns, but again, as I talked to, you know, about a couple weeks ago, look at the teams ahead of the Sharks. Like, would it make sense for them to acquire a Brent Burns if they're are they a Brent Burns away from potentially you know contending for a Stanley Cup and Montreal no Arizona no the Kraken no the Devils eh, no not really so it's you know it's it's one of those things but the two things they do have though they have Timo Meyer which again, I've, I've talked about before. I just, I don't think they're trading in Timo Meyer just because they've said, not only have they said, but they've also backed up that they, they're going to, they want to contend for the playoffs. They want to try to, you know, make the playoffs this year. They want to try to win and trading Timo Meyer seems counterintuitive, right? If you want to try to win, why would you trade a, one of your best players to, um, 
arguably your best player. Uh, why would you trade him right now? So unless Timo Mar says I'm not signing a contract extension, then that's a whole different conversation. You do have your 2023 draft picks. Now, of all of those, I would say the first round is untouchable. And here's why. Next year's draft, you have generational, generational talent. Like Connor Bedard, who's tore up the WHL at the age of 16. Um, he is a potential like franchise altering draft pick. And even if the Sharks are trying to win, you still don't trade that lottery pick. Just those odds. You ne just you never know if you win the lottery and and having him potentially there that that pick I is untouchable unless you unless you know you're making the playoffs and know you're maybe you know contending for a Stanley Cup you can't trade that pick so they also do have all their second and third round picks and they have their prospects and of their prospects I think the only real real untouchable ones to me are um, Eklund and Bordalo and I think the other one like your Aussies your Robins if the deal is good enough you could potentially trade them. But for the sake of this exercise, let's just say the Sharks are, are going to trade up. Let's go through the teams. We're going to start at the top of the percentage chance of this happening. So the Canadians, of course, um, have the first pick of the draft. They are, you know, of course, um, hosting the draft as well. And Shane Wright has been the prize for their terrible, terrible season. So, for them, I think adding Shane Wright to a core of Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield is just too tantalizing. Um, and the first overall pick hasn't been traded since like 2003. So it is, I have this as a 0.000001% chance of happening. As fun as it is to be like, hey, the Sharks should trade for the first overall pick. Sorry, guys, it's just not going to happen. It's just, it. You never, you very, very rarely see the first overall pick being uh, traded for. And the Sharks just have too high of a mountain to climb coming from a let go, going from 11 to one. That's just too many picks. If the Sharks were like third, you could maybe do something with that. But that, that's just too high of a mountain. And Shane Wright isn't helping you win. As great as Shane Wright's going to be, Shane Wright isn't helping you win, get into the playoffs next year. Yeah. Just not happening. So let's look at another intriguing one, though. <clears throat> the Devils. So, of course, they won. I uh, got to move up a couple spots. They're a very intriguing team because, as I talked about before, where they're a kind of young, fun core looking to kind of make that playoff push. They have plenty of cap space. They've been whispered as maybe Johnny Gaudreau uh, potential suitors. They're kind of ready to make that move. So, and it seems like that they are willing to sell this pick uh, to try to get an NHL-ready star or an NHL star right now. That way they can move from their rebuild into their let's playoff contender and kind of close the chapter on their rebuild. So, the, again, the only thing that the Sharks would probably – the only thing the Sharks had that they would really want is Timo Meyer. And, you know, I just – I'm going to keep hammering it. Unless Timo Meyer goes to the Sharks and says, I don't believe in the direction of the franchise, et cetera, et cetera. I want to get traded. I just, I don't see the Sharks trading Timo Meyer unless they really, really can't come to agreement on the contract situation. But 
again, the Sharks have said what the Sharks have said and their actions, including resigning Tomas Hurdle, you know, like they're, they're trying to clear some cap space this summer to make some more moves. They're trying to win now with the core they have. And I, I just, I think Timo Meyer is too important of a piece to that core. So I'm going to have this at a 1% chance. I'm not closing the book because you never know. It could happen. I just, I, I would be shocked, shocked if the Sharks traded up to number two. But you know what isn't shocking? That's right. That's a good transition. I said so. Moving, uh, taking care of your stomach and your gut health. That's where Athletic Greens comes in. It's it's tough to taking care of yourself, right? It's usually, you know, like trying to just figure out the process and going to get all these supplements and vitamins and, you know, trying to figure out what actually works for you. That's where AG1 from Athletic Greens really comes in. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of these things. And, you know, the important part of taking a multivitamin, tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose the one with the high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these as the getting out of the winter months into the summer when we don't get as much sunlight. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading health experts. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health with the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Next, we do have a favor to ask you guys. We are at lockdown. We are doing a listener survey. So right now we put it together survey so you can learn more about your listeners like you and make your favorite podcast like this one even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about the lockdown podcast. So go to lockdownpodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. 
It won't take very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Take our audience survey. Go to lockdown.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. Okay, so it's not going to happen with the Canadians. Probably not going to happen with the Devils. Let's look at who's next. The Coyotes. The Coyotes have been in the burn this mother down to the ground phase, right? They've been taking on bad contracts. They've been taking on as many assets as they can. They have seven, seven picks in the first two rounds. That's insane. <laughs> so this is why you do this is to try to get good players. And I, even though the Coyotes are in asset collection, you still have to pick good players right now. And I think the potential of picking Logan Cooley, who some some people think could actually be the best player in the draft, is just too good to, to you know to pass up. And while the Sharks, you know, the Coyotes might think about like, hey, we could gather more assets from the Sharks, who is probably still going to be a creamy middle team. At some point, you still got to pick good players, and I think Logan Cooley is just too good of a prospect for the Coyotes to pass up. Um, and you have to start your rebuild somewhere. And I think. Dylan Gunther and Logan Cooley is a pretty solid start to, to the foundation of your next core. So I got that at a 1% chance of actually happening. Next, the Kraken. So last year, um, I think they, they might've gotten one of the best players in the draft. Um, I had Matty Beneers for a long time. I had number, him number one on my board. And then I, I went with William Eklund at the very end, but Matty Beneers is going to be a great, great player. Um, for the Kraken and for them I still think they're kind of in the same place as the the Coyotes where it's they they just have nothing in their cupboard and while the potential of gathering more assets is is great I think still jumping from moving from four to eleven and just the tier of players available there I think for them being able to grab the best defense whoever they deem as the best defenseman on the board and Part, you know, pairing that with Matty Beniers and there, there's your two kind of pillars. That's too much. That's too good a uh, chance for them to pass up. So I have the, a one and a half percent chance of that happening. My beloved Flyers are next at five, and they did stuff last year. They tried to fix their defense. They traded for Ryan Ellis and Wrestling's Wrestling, and they Cam York finally got some real run last year. But they still have talent issues, and you know they play. They trade away Claude Giroux at the trade deadline, and it looks like they're finally admitting to what to what's going to be an actual rebuild here. So, again, you know, moving from five to eleven is not as big of a jump, but I think for them adding whoever that second defenseman is, that again, that's too good. They've been trying to fix their defense for a long time, and then being able to pair. You know who Nemec or whoever with with the with Cam York. I think that's what they look to do right there. So, all right, uh, I give that a one and a half percent chance. So, the next one is interesting though. We have the Columbus Blue Jackets. While the Blue Jackets, they're they have been kind of doing a really good job of adding quality picks. You know, and and this pick is actually the one they got from Chicago in the Seth Jones deal. So. They're they could be a team that could potentially look to move down to try to get more assets, especially if maybe there's someone in the Sharks prospect pool that they really like. 
But the tricky thing is they have the 12th pick. So they're actually picking right after the Sharks pick. So if there's a guy they like in that range, they can probably just sit tight and most likely be able to, you know, get him. So, I mean, unless there's a couple guys that they like in that range and they feel like that they don't want to reach for a guy, you know, maybe they don't like anybody in this this tier, but maybe that next tier that they really like. They, there's some possibilities there, but my thinking is though, like in this draft, especially after you get past like these first five picks, it's really just going to be like, pick the guy you want, right? So if you really like, you know, a Cutter Grothier, or if you really like a Kevin Kurczynski, just pick the guy because it's such a mushy middle between picks kind of five through 15 where, you know, we at lockdown, we just did a, a, a mock draft that's going to be starting to uh, come out here soon. But like, you're going to see like a lot of these guys, it's just like, okay, well, I lo- I personally like this guy more, but you know, you talk to some of the other hosts and well, I like this guy more. And it's just that like all these guys between that, like five, 15 and five or 20 pick is just going to be, whoever you like and just grab them. And if you feel, if other people feel like it's a reach with this draft, whatever. And I really think that they could be looking at like a Frank Nazar, you know, they, we saw how, you know, they really like those Michigan prospects. You know, they, they drafted Kent Johnson. Um, they signed uh, Blankenberg out of Miss Michigan, you know, after he, I think just kind of continuing to go back to that well uh, of Michigan prospects and Michigan's, a, you know, really good at pumping out prospects. So I have it as a 4% chance of potentially happening just because, you know, I think we don't give the blue jackets enough credit for what they're doing. And I think they're doing a really good, good job of kind of adding quality, quality pieces. And especially with their draft where they, it feels like they go with like a home run pick like Ken Johnson. And then they go with a much safer pick like Cole Sillinger, who Cole Sillinger is going to be like a quality NHL player for a long time. And, and then if Ken Johnson hits, like Ken Johnson hits type of thing. So I think they're going to go with the same strategy here where they're probably going to go take a swing on a guy and then get a guy where they know they're going to get a quality NHL guy. So and I think to do with that strategy, like having picks kind of a little bit away from each other doesn't, you know, kind of makes the most sense. So, um, all right, let's go on to the Ottawa Senators here. So the Sens. They're kind of sneaky. Who knows? Um, we we joked plenty of times about they will pick the 150th pick, you know, guy on the draft board and stuff. But they have a really solid core of Stutzel and uh, Brady Kachuk and Josh Norris. And I wouldn't be surprised if this pick is traded for an NHL caliber, like an NHL star type of player. You know. Like, what if they go to the Bruins and they're like, hey, we'll give you number seven plus whatever you want out of our prospect pool and we'll take pasta. Not that I'm saying that's going to happen, but like if David Pasternak really is like, yeah, I'm not going back to to Boston. The Sens have a ton of ammo where they have, you know, they've got a crazy draft, you know, prospect pool because they've been drafting so high for a long time. And even though, you know, I may not agree with some of their picks, they do have a lot of talent in their prospect pool and they do have a lot of, you know, kind of of core NHL players and adding pasta to that could really be kind of the, the, the move for them to move them out of that basement team into a kind of young, fun, potentially playoff type of team. So um, for the Sharks though, I mean, going from 11 to seven, isn't too, too much, but again, 
is adding like for the centers is adding like a Kevin LeBanc going to really move the needle or does is Brent Burns really going to want to go to Ottawa or, you know, grabbing more prospects from the Sharks prospect pool really going to be enticing enough for the Sens. I just, I don't see it, but crazier things have happened. Um, I, I don't think Timo Meyer would want to go to, to Ottawa. So uh, I'm going to also give this one a 4% chance of happening. All right, before we move on to the Red Wings, uh, let's take a quick break. Talk to you guys about our friends over at Bet Online. You guys know Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championships, uh, NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Bet Online is your continuous source for all your sports and wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. So head to their website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde Herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at INDOCHINO.com with code NHL. All right, the Red Wings. I wouldn't trade with Steve Geiserman. You're going to lose this. There's like two people I wouldn't trade with uh, Joe Sackick with the, the Avs and Steve Geiserman of the Red Wings because you're going to lose those trades, especially if you're a newer GM as whoever I know Joe Will's been he's been working he's been around the block a little bit but those guys are ruthless so <laughs> um yeah and like Iserman he's he's just really good at drafting and I know you know you look at like when they drafted Maurice Sider everyone was like oh that's a reach and now Maurice Sider is you know potential Calder winner this year um you know, Lucas Raymond might be the best player in the 2020 draft. And that had, you know, Lexi Lafayette, you know, Simon Evison, which I'm still going to say William Eklund's going to be a better player than Simon Evison. But Simon Evison is looking like he might be the real deal over in Sweden. And, and he he had a really nice season over there. So 
I'm still taking Eklund. I'm still got the Eklund over Edvinson. Um, but I just, I wouldn't, if, if Iserman calls, I would just uh, silence your phone and maybe like throw it away because you're not going to, whatever he's going to trade from you, you're going to lose the trade. So uh 2% chance of that happening. I just, again, if, if he calls, you just take your phone and you chuck it. All right, guys, this one though, this is the interesting, the Sabres are at nine. This is where I think the Sharks could actually move. So they kind of frisky last season. You know, they traded Jack Eichel and they got they got some picks. You know, Owen Power, of course, was their first overall pick last year, and he made his his debut. They have three first rounders this year. So they have nine, 16, and tw- I think it's 28, right, at the end of the draft. So um, nine is their own pick, 16 they got from Vegas in the Jack Eichel trade. And then 28 um, is part is the Florida trade. So they could be interesting team where it's like maybe they want to trade some of their pieces for a prospect or a player. Um, again, I don't think any of the, the Sharks guys are worth, you know, 9, 16, or 20. Maybe Brent Burns at 28, but again, why, why would the Sabres – you know, trade for Brett Burns and why would Brett Burns go to Buffalo? But if you think from the Sharks perspective, right? What if they fall in love with Kevin Korchinski or they fall in love with, with somebody and you, you know, especially one of the defensemen, right? And you know, the ducks are probably looking at a defenseman to pair with dry jumping the ducks to make sure you get your guy. If there's a guy that you really love, not the worst idea. And moving from nine from eleven to nine isn't going to cost you too too much. So maybe it's a third round pick this year, or maybe it's it's a pick in next year's draft, or maybe it's a prospect. And you're like, hey, I'll give you eleven plus Ozzy Weisblatt, or eleven plus Brandon Co, or eleven plus you know pick whichever guys other than Bortolo or Eklund type of thing, or you know just. You know, like again, I know I talked to to um, when I talked to Byron Bader. You know, he likes all those 2020 guys, but again, he still only said like he said three might make the NHL. So if you say here's a prospect who you know has a 50 50 chance of making the NHL, and again, making the NHL in in, in Byron's world is playing 200 games and. But if there's a guy you love and you think the Ducks might might try to, to pick him before you, that's the move. So I don't I know, you know, Doug Wilson Jr., he likes that that 2020 draft cost and the way they're they're progressing and stuff like that. But if you know, if you think you can get a guy who can really make a difference, and I I'm starting to think Kevin Kurchinski might be that guy for where the sharks are at. Is it worth sacrificing one of these 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 guys here to try to move up to, to get a defenseman that way. And also not only are you adding to your talent pool, but you're keeping a division rival from, from picking the same, from picking up the, you know, a guy who's then you're going to have to face for the next 10 to 15 years. So I have as a 10% chance. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Doug Wilson jr. Is going to be very patient uh, with the draft. He, he, he's shown that, but if there's a move to strike, I think this is the one going from, Again, if you got to sacrifice a prospect who may or may not make the NHL and you believe that whoever you're going to pick at potentially at nine 
is going to really help your team and really add to your core and be a better player than whatever, you know, one of these guys, you got to think hard about it. Especially too, again, if you can keep the ducks from getting that player and going through the ducks development and process, you know, and we've seen the ducks have been really good about developing their players. Um, I, I think this is, that could be the move. So, and finally the ducks. Um, um, I just, I don't think it's going to be happy, you know, cause I think if for the sharks one to move up one spot, it's going to cost them more than it should. Like the ducks are going to charge you an arm and a leg because they know you really, really want a guy. Um, especially like I was just seeing before, if it's a guy, like if you really love Kevin Kraczynski and you think he can be a guy and they know that you really love Kevin Kraczynski, you're going to have to pay 125% uh, percent on the dollar. I just don't see it happening. And again, for the if you let again, if it's 10 and 11, if it's a guy you really love at a 10, then there's probably a guy that you might love, maybe just not as much, but who could, who could be there? So unless the guy like is, is falling, you know, maybe a Frank Nazar are slipping through the cracks and sort of falling down type of thing or, but I just, I, I, I don't see it. I got like, uh, I have this moving up as this one spot, just a 3% chance happening just because I think that the ducks, if they're going to, you know, if you're going to trade the ducks to move up one spot, they're going to take advantage of the fact that they know you're desperate for a player and yeah, they're going to charge you an arm and a leg. So again, to recap, I, I don't think the sharks are going to be moving up, but if they want to jump bucks, look at the Sabres, you know, that they've been going through the, the rebuild. They've been acquiring guys. Maybe you sacrifice one of these 2020 draft picks. If you think that, you know, Kevin Kuczynski or, or Frank Nazar, if, he, if he's there, whoever is available, that if there's a guy that you really, really want uh, at number nine and you don't think he's going to get past the Ducks, um, that's the move right there. So it'll be interesting to see um, how, how the board shakes out. So I'm going to keep an eye on that. And, you know, especially with with, with the draft and now less than a month away, um, we're going to start hearing the whispers of, of who guys like and stuff like that. So um, fun times, fun times here. So uh, make sure you guys stay uh, locked in here at Locked on Sharks. Of course, you can find me um, on, you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, wherever, uh, or well, you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You guys know I'm, I'm manning those uh, pretty regularly. So um, you can also listen wherever you get podcasts, as I was about ready to say, um, you know, Apple, Spotify, Odyssey. If you're listening on Apple, uh, please do leave a nice five-star review. It does help the show grow. Um, really appreciate that. Um, of course, watch on YouTube. The goal, a thousand by the draft. So that's basically like two a day uh, for the next month. So um, actually more than that. So I guess three a day, whatever. Math is hard. <coughs> Excuse me. And then, um, yeah, so make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube. Um, I've got some secret interviews I'm working on getting together here. So you're definitely going to want to check those out. I'm in the process of getting those all booked right now. I'm going to have more draft profiles coming up and, um, of course, the live show. So uh, tomorrow, Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific time, we're going to be doing a live show. We're going to be looking at uh, Frank Cervelli's top 50 uh, free agents and who could be a nice little fit for the Sharks. Well, if, they, if they're if they able to kind of move some money off the books and 
they really want to try to compete, maybe spending a little bit of money on one of these free agents to really try to add to your, to your core. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be going through that. I've got some targets I've already kind of circled and going to be looking at our realistic um, contracts for those guys too, to try to be able to add them to the sharks and see if it actually, the money actually works out. So uh, make sure you guys are subscribed for that. And I'll be back. Yeah. Like I said, I'll be back tomorrow with that. Um, yeah. Go check out the Locked On NHL show. Um, keep up with all the playoffs and go check out any of the other amazing shows on the Locked On channel, uh, such as uh, Locked On Warriors. All right. Bye, friends.